This morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Someone online said that their 20-year-old friend accidentally locked himself outside naked when he was, uh, and he was arrested and fined $200 because a lady across the street called the cops and complained. So they polled the internet. More than 1,500 people weighed in. 57% of the people said you should not be punished if you're accidentally locked, if you locked yourself outside yes, you should. naked. 21% said it depends on where you are. If you're like in an area with a school or something? No. Eleven <laughs> percent of the people said you should be arrested. Four percent said it depends on the person. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Racists. Is he white or black? I want to see that dangler out there. Throw him in the joint. You should never go outside naked. That's it's a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent wrong. If you go outside naked, and you can't get indoors anymore. You deserve a fine. You deserve a punishment for being so stupid to walk outside yeah. naked. Now, I've been in my hot tub naked, and I have a towel. But if the doors were all magically locked and I was stuck outside, I'd just hang out in the backyard the whole time where no Literally. one could see me. Yeah, I would hang out <laughs> everywhere, really. But you don't go wandering around the front yard to where the neighbors can see. It, 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 even if it's two degrees, you shouldn't have gone outside naked. If you go outside nude, you deserve a, f- a fine. I just think of that scene in The Jerk where he runs out and he's grabbing the dogs and covering up both sides. (laughs) Oh, if there's a fire, people would understand. That's different. Those circumstances change it. But even then, you shouldn't run outside naked. Grab a sheet off the bed and get out there. There's a new trend of people getting signature makeovers by hiring someone to help them improve the way they sign their name. The prices for this are all over the map. They range from $10 to $600. There's one woman in L.A. that has a business called Planet of Names, where she does it. Um, she has around 300 custom signatures a month. She works with some famous people. What is there. she doing? She helps to write your uh, signature, improves it rather than uh, you know looking like you're a fifth grader. That's my signature. I was going to say, so I didn't want to point any fingers. But are you considering a, a signature? No, facelift? people are. Well, it's. Now a trend. You can't just do that yourself? And you got to be careful with it because you change it of some of the stuff that you've signed in the past. Not at all. Your signature does not matter at all anymore. Every time I sign, I make an H now. It has, I don't even sign my name anymore. Because you have the digital, well, you just. You can can write name where your signature goes. Nobody's. Every time I have Medea sign my check right at the table. And signature has lost all of its value because it's all digital everything now anyway. How many times it's like you can, uh, on the DocuSign, yeah. it wrote it for me. Cursive or print? And I'm right. like, cursive, that'll look nice. Do you like this one? Yeah, or this exactly. One? I get to pick what I, and that was my signature just because I was agreeing to it. It, it. Later on down the road, you can never go, that's not my signature. Like, it's your digital thing. 
But why can't? Why would you have to pay somebody to change how you write? Um, it's a combination of people uh, from celebrities, influencers that if they're signing stuff, they want a better signature. Right. I understand that. Why? Why do you need someone else for that? You're someone so, found a way. Like I'll coach you. I'll help you. Uh, you'll steal from a dumb person because yeah. if you wanted to change how you wrote Brady Bogan, you're the only one that can do it. And they work with you on that. <laughs> you know what the letters look like. How far do they work? You mean they steal from you with that? Right. Yeah, they steal yeah. money so you can make a Correct. B different. Correct. This person's a grifter. Yeah, it's I mean, a complete yeah. gr- It's life coaching. It's like, I can help you yeah. with your signature and make you feel more confident when you sign things. Like, I can do that. If you go to somebody wanting your signature to change, you're not a go-getter at all. I just don't, I don't know what steps to take to make my hand do different things than what it already does. What does he do? Bring out like a, a palette? Here's some know. of my other clients. I can change my handwriting. They do. They give you anytime a, a I choice. Want. Then um, every one of their clients is going to be the same. But no, it's elegant, subtle, dramatic, sharp, classic, artistic. Brady, if I told curvy. you right now to write your name in every one of those descriptions, you could do it. Well, do an, I mean, take your time and go. Here's Brady. That's the thing. Yeah. Here's Brady take elegantly writing his name, and then you just practice it. If you wanted to change your signature, right? You don't need to pay someone to do that. You're already, you already. It's like being a drug addict. I want to fix this. That's the first step. Then you do the work. Yeah. But I don't know how ours look in other people. Yes, you do. You know how R looks to you. Yeah, you always That's what know how it looks. What do you want? You just sign it until you're happy. Idiot. Researchers found the exhaust from cars and big trucks on the road could be breaking your brain, at least temporarily. You know. They had uh, 25 healthy adults breathe in diesel fumes and then scan their brains. <laughs> Time out. How poor are you that you've decided this is a good idea to make $100? All of the people volunteered yeah, to do it. Of course they did Reach for a fee. Bogan and Bogan research. <laughs> we need people to suck in some of these toxic fumes to find out what they do. Go get me some poor folk. MRI results showed lower functional connectivity in the brains yeah. in their brains most of the time meaning they couldn't think clearly <laughs> when you're because sucking different down parts of the field? brain weren't communicating well that makes sense so they're trans- the reason basically yeah. you're saying if you're in traffic for a long period of time two hours breathing that stuff in you're dumb well you're not sitting okay. behind the muffler temporarily <laughs> right you have to be sitting in some filthy traffic. And, yeah, I was going to say, your car's you know. got filters. You're not just sitting behind the exhaust just going, <laughs> five and five and 11. <laughs> oh, you got stupid for a second. Maybe we can get away with not paying them. I talked to Paul all the time when he first came, like three months into the COVID thing. We're be a trial run on all the drugs. I'm like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> he did, he did the, all the tests. He's well, fine. But, boy, got loose. Yeah. An extra few hundred bucks. If they made you sit behind a semi truck and suck down the muffler, would you do it? Sure. You, you're dead broke. <laughs> that's that's worse than stealing copper. Yeah, have some pride and dig a hole and pull some copper out of the ground. Um, the Baymont Inn in Suites in Des Moines, Iowa, has been given uh, the license back. They can operate again. They closed down a little bit. 14 violations, uh, including one of the rooms where they are inspecting, um, had a uh, sex toy in the microwave, Ew. a soiled shirt in the ice bucket. What does soiled mean? Mm. 
Not a fan of that word. <laughs> Rooster oh. tail. <laughs> yep. Okay, it could be anything. I mean, anything could be soiled. Trash behind Rooster the bed. Tail. Under the bed. <laughs> why, did you, why is that your first thought of a shirt? Have you, That's soiled. Yeah, it's, oh, it's soiled. But I've got more questions than not about Brett's first reaction. How do you soil a T-shirt? Well, clearly. He's seen it. Straight up the cracker. I mean, that's Man the way Duke, you soil them. You've seen some has, of my friends. Thank Man you. Duke has to have done that. <laughs> you hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. Sorry, I've man, told this dude. story before, but the great Chris Gilbert, who was Ralphie May in training. Did you know Chris Gilbert? No, uh-uh. He was the, remember, remember back in the day when we were in school, there was only one fat kid? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're all fat. But this was back when uh, every, every school only had one massive kid. He was our massive kid. And all through uh, junior high and high school, Chris just got bigger and bigger and bigger. He was Ralphie May. Probably about 400 pounds by the time we got to Mace Community College. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess it was it was a night class, if I remember right. Uh, Chris Gilbert. I was sitting next to Mark Olson. Me and Mark Olson went to school together. Chris Gilbert. So Chris Gilbert sits down behind us in a seven to ten p.m. class at Mace Community College. Go Thunderbirds! And he says, uh, "Anytime you guys want me to fart, I can do it." And Mark and I start laughing. Like, All right. And then he goes, uh, "Do it." Like about 20 minutes into class. Hey, Gilbert, do it. And you just see this big, fat body. <laughs> and you hear... <laughs> 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 and then Chris, because the desks were all one piece, and he right. barely f- stood up with the desk attached to his stomach, walked away. Olsen and I are done. It's over. <laughs> we're going to laugh the entire class. He has a, this is how prideless he was. He leaves. Like, what happened? And, and Olsen's like, I'm positive he himself. I'm positive <laughs> all over himself. We're dying. Gilbert comes walking in about an hour and a half into class in new clothes. Sits down. He goes, a rooster tail on my back. My back. <laughs> oh, my God. We just stopped laughing. It's never going to end. Did he bring the desk back with him or what? No, they, everything. <laughs> he took the desk off in the hallway. Okay, he, he walked out with it. Yeah. Evidently, the desk just moved. Nobody said anything, and Olsen and I are dying, but you... Uh, like squishy sponges. <laughs> just And evidently, I didn't see it, but Chris did. Rooster tailed up, or uh, Mark evidently did. Rooster tailed up his back. <laughs> and just a shot like he was riding a bike in the mud. Oh, hey, can I borrow your notes? I rooster tailed all the way up my back and my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you prideless mountain of pig. I can't believe you would show your face again. You're back in an hour. That's all it took for you to get over that public humiliation. Went to the uh, car wash, put in a dollar. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Barnum and Baylor outside with hoses and buckets. They took care of him. We know what to do. Scrub. He had new clothes. Sat right back down. Didn't want to miss. And, and nobody. Teacher, nothing. Said a word. Haven't lived until a fat guy says, Hey, guys, anytime you need a fart, I'm your man. Like, all right, <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Chris. But Olsen's, Hey, Gilbert, do it. <laughs> and I mean, it was eight seconds later. <laughs> firing up the back of the chair. I'm going to go home for a minute. Like a jet boat taking off. <laughs> that poor guy. I just think of that. The walk down the hall to whatever giant car he drove. All the way home. 
Oh, the car. <laughs> Get rid of all the stuff. Oh, the car. And the, just the filthy head to sit in. You know he's got reserved towels in the trunk <laughs> for when it's happened On before. On sticks, because yeah. he can't reach <laughs> back there. Got broomsticks with towels taped to the end of them. Just in case. Uh, I like to tell people I got <laughs> Anytime. Ask me, I'll do it. What a skill. What a skill you've developed. Now just do the algebra problems and no more of your tricks. Came back for his five bucks. Told you yeah. I could do he it. He didn't ask for money, which is something <laughs> you think he, he never... It was just a... It was a gentleman's honor to have him do that. It was no cash exchange. <laughs> He's got to be dead of a heart attack. That dude was huge. Yesterday I was at the Tactical Black and Jay Ackerman said, I think my favorite new voice you do, and it isn't new, was the old lady letter writer we were doing yesterday. Dear whoever... And he's like, oh, that voice. And because I lived with it, I used to wait on those people. Everybody that came to Tony Roma sounded like, I will have the onion loaf. The loaf of, I know what it is. It's the brick of onion. I know what it is. I work it's here. like a half or Half or a whole. full loaf. I want the brick. Okay. And water. There's two goddamn sizes, you old bat. And Osborne would say, be nice to that one. She's a letter writer. Sure <laughs> enough, 14 days later, Holmberg, come here. Hit me with an envelope. <laughs> this one's yours, buddy. I warned you. Because she comes Dear in with the, the free appetizer card and, a, and, then and the, a water. The gift certs come in. I had a coupon and an entertainment card, and you said you didn't accept either. Well, that's because your coupon was from Chili's, <laughs> and your entertainment card had expired. It's good for a year. Therein lies the issue. Yes. <laughs> That's an issue. I think you've been in the hot, hot sun too long. You don't know the difference between Tilly's and the word Tony. Here's four gift cards for next time you're here. Please present them to your server up front so we know which food to spit on. I wish somebody could find him. Me too. Please, I'm begging you, find, find the late, great Bill Osborne, my old manager. I want to see what he aged into. I want to see if he's still got crazy Gene Wilder hair. If he's if he's got the dementia like Jack Nicholson. I knocked on his door once to get a... He had the money from the night before I had to go take it to the bank. Not at the haystacks. Knocked on the door. Simple. One of those. Little glass partition next to the door. Gene Wilder's face pops out. Anybody bangs on my door at this time of day usually gets met with a hot flash off of a cool muzzle. <laughs> Like, what? I wouldn't even say hello. You'd just be greeted with a... The last thing you'd see is that fiery blast coming out of that black cylinder. What do you want? I'm like, you called me! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the money. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> you threatened to kill me for knocking on his door. Find him, please, for God's sake. Dear sir, murdering people is never funny. Uh, it's time for Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Public Sleeping Day. Public Sleeping Day. Take a nap on the sidewalk National today. Being Homeless? <laughs> That's not a day I'm going to celebrate. Public sleeping Sleeping day. outside day. Is it? No. So a homeless got online at the library Let me and tell updated you this. Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> to people who have jobs and, like, uh, sanity, that's called camping. To nationally sleep outside day is called homelessness. It's not a goal. There's nothing to celebrate there. 
couple of baseless fun facts. I'm going to go down to the zone and say, hey, it's your big day, guys. Nice job. Congrats. All 1,400 you have sleeping outside because you're following the calendar. Good work. We wanted to kind of live the dream, so we sleep outside now. Women make up 82% of all hosts in American restaurants, according right. to the U.S. Bureau of Labor S- Statistics. Do you, do you find it to be odd when you go to a restaurant and a man is at the front and, hi, welcome, and he, and he seats you? Does it feel less normal? Not that you're ever going to go, this is crazy, but like, it, like when a woman, like when there's a girl hostess for some reason, that seems... Yeah, when there's a gaggle of them, it seems Seems more right. When there's a guy there, it's like, what's yeah. he up to? You think he's up to no good. He's like, trying to bang the hostesses. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Alex works at a sushi restaurant now, and he first told me, he goes, well, I think I'm going to be a host. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> right. Why would, don't Why do you go get where the money is? How many, bro? That. It sounds lazy. Yeah, don't do that. And he's not. He's a busboy. Bruh. I'm in your party, brah. Bro, you done eating that? Bruh, you going to finish that? It's funny. I get stories that remind me of, like, days at Tony Roma's and everything. Goes, oh. These old people just pull on my arm when I walk by their <laughs> table. <laughs> oh, I used to want to punch old people. Every day of my life, I wanted to punch an old person. He says, bye. got a handful of plates, and oh. they pull on my arm. Bye. Nothing worse than that Charleston index yep. finger shaking like, I don't know you're there. Sit down. <laughs> shut up. I'll be there in a second. Hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There's an app called Tier Maker, T-I-E-R, where you rank things from best to worst, usually by giving them letter grades. And they've just released the current overall results of one of uh, fast food joints. Okay. They looked at 2,100 fast food rankings that have been submitted, and here are the average scores. The top places were given an A grade. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Popeye's, Taco Bell, and Domino's. Beer, uh, B tier. <laughs> uh, Subway, Chipotle, KFC, Dairy Queen, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, C you're not going to go through the Panera, alphabet, are you? D, we'll get to the, the, the Waffle House, Shake Shack, Jack in the Box, White Castle, and F. Shake Shack. What's that? Shake Shack. Yeah. People complain about Shake Shack because it's pricey, but to me it keeps the riffraff away. I like Shake Shack. <laughs> keeps the riffraff away? You, you, you charge a little extra so the people who, anybody who goes, that's too expensive, good, leave. Nobody wants to hear you complaining when the prices are right there in front of you. If it's going to cost, oh, yeah. you know, I hate that when people review a restaurant and go, it costs too much. The prices are on the menu. You knew that before you ordered. Yeah, and, you know, I, again, these are people that are giving it the grades. Right. It could Shake be price Shack. could be the, the thing that drives it down, but it wouldn't be, you know, I can't say that for the Waffle House, Jack of the Box. No, I mean, well, there's obvious quality the issues, too. Here, A&W. Barrows, there any around anymore? Del yeah. Taco, Long John Silver's. Hmm. They got effed, huh? Quiznos. Yeah, I'm not saying all of them are because of price, but yeah. Shake Shack takes that hit because they're like, it's they too much for a burger. All right, you knew you were getting a burger. The price is right there on the menu. What were you surprised about? Having a burger at McDonald's isn't cheap anymore. No. I mean, it's, you know. I like Shake Shack. I like any restaurant where the Yelp reviews are all like three stars, but the biggest complaint is money. Because I know 
there. there won't be any poor complainers inside. And that's worth it to me to pay a little extra. A new study used social media to determine the most popular cuisines in the world. Korean came out as I almost one. said it the way that the Scottish say it. Wait, did you say most popular? <laughs> yep. Followed by Italian. Korean is not the most popular food in the world. Yeah, negative. But the way that Scottish say it, I think, encompasses everything. Well, well that's Chinese food. That's not Korean. Koreans. Oh, yes. We know the difference. Trust me. We know the difference. Aye. You don't have chinky food coming to your house and confuse all your guests and have Korean barbecue. That's dog meat. Oh, we're having dog tonight. That's Korean food. It's Korean, Italian, Mexican, Japanese, Indian, Chinese, Thai. I can't believe that. I mean... It's not true. They interviewed, like, all of China. Koreans probably have an influence on that but i mean that's so close to chinese food they have to be like yeah, how do you sorry how do you parse it out they looked at no engagement on social media platforms such as tiktok instagram and reddit people taking pictures Worldwide. of korean food yeah I, I can't even tell you and i know you will where a korean restaurant is in the city for the most popular food in the world you'd think they would be on every corner nope I can name two Vietnamese restaurants and a, and a right. whole bunch of Thai. Chinese, yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I've driven by strip malls that say Korean barbecue. They don't even have a name for it. Where's that at? I don't I even don't, know where one of those I is. I don't even know. I just remember seeing it. You get some Korean on 40th Street in uh, Indian School. Cup Bop. 40th Street in Indian School. Yeah. Literally almost lived right on that intersection. And I don't know about yeah, it. It's in the same, I, I'm pretty sure it's 40th Street. Um, is that where uh, Doe Bird is? Uh, uh, that's 44th. 44. Is yeah. it 44th? Okay, yeah, yeah it's 44th then. Let's get those two. Or maybe it isn't 44th. Maybe it is 40th. Either way. Yeah. Duck Bop? Cup Bop. Oh. Same thing. Fast. You Correct. have a problem. You can also get a really good <laughs> bulgogi. I don't know what that is. And again, we're talking about what you just said is the most popular food in the world. We've named one restaurant nobody's been to. Nailed it. Cup bop. Korean of barbecue. Of course he nailed it. There's no, Indian school. Why would you question it? I just said it. Double check. If there's anything Rain Man knows, it's that. Yeah, that's the only time Brady doesn't need to be. Like, I don't think he got that right. Of course he did. Cup bop. 25 miles from his door, he knows the Korean restaurant of choice. Yeah, where's it in Gilbert? There's a couple different Korean barbecues at Gilbert. You just... You're, you're like a Waymo or one of those those cars I see that just takes pictures of streets driving around looking for restaurants. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Google Street yeah, View. Yeah, you're, you're Google Street View of restaurants. There's one. You'll be excited about this. All you right. can get Wendy's Chili in a can now. Stop. It's going to be in the grocery stores. Right. That's where I always put Wendy's Chili, right in the can. It shoots <laughs> through you. California. Here's Cut Bop Brady for your... Uh, Franchise. That's, that's not like authentic. New. That's not authentic. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty new. But you asked me where you can. How did you find out one? about Cup Bop? You don't live anywhere near. Oh, it. is that what you thought? The closest one? A friend of mine owns that that's corner. That's what it is. <laughs> little free. I made friends with a guy who runs the dump. <laughs> Doesn't own Cup Bop. He owns the real estate. Real estate on the whole yeah, thing. But still he gets he rents benefit. it out to Cup Bop. Yeah. And I have and been there each and every times. restaurant. Hey, uh, just let you know, my boy Jeff owns this place, so you're going to probably want to give me a freebie 
Probably. <laughs> Probably not going to charge me because then I'll tell Jeff. Oh, we don't charge you, sir. We know Jeff. Very, very strong friendship. Yeah. <laughs> um, bond. You don't want the uh, business end of Jeff uh, coming in here, so. <laughs> Probably the best idea just to give me some free cup up. Jeff's good people. What did you say the food was? I don't. I have no idea what Korean food is. None. It looks like Asian They're, food. I'm sorry. It's noodles. I know that. Yeah, you can put it on noodles or rice. But what there's is different flavors. But what like was the, the word you said? Bulgogi is a kind of a marinade, and it. it's like a Korean, okay, like barbecue sauce. I, in a way. I, I don't. Want to sound bigoted, but I think I can get that kind of bowl <laughs> at any different types of yeah, like teriyaki bowl, yeah. and teriyaki, teriyaki bowl. chicken. Yeah. yeah, it's just different yeah. flavors. Okay, oh, the teriyaki? Korean flavors. Oh, yeah, it doesn't look any different. For the world's most popular food, it sure is an unknown. I have to tell you the reason I hate poor complainers about prices is because of Tony Roma's when we did our two for one uh, half rack of baby back ribs for seven ninety nine. Yeah, seven ninety nine. You'd get two plates of dinner, <laughs> and these old people still manage to bitch about it. And every time I saw a coupon, I'm like, "You're everything I never want to be." Somebody that comes in with eight dollars and expects to feed two people, they get waters, and the. I have the truth. We have a coupon. Of course you do, you loser. And I pick it up off the table, and I hated them from the second I saw them, and they had the nerve. At the end Working of sometimes like nobody for your dollar exactly. Check. Sometimes complain. There's not enough barbecue sauce in the tin. You're spending four dollars a person, and you want more. I hope you die. I'll give you. Hope you die. How do you live with your, your next haircut hurts? Shit, some Bill Osborne over yeah. there. Oh, several times we did. <laughs> I understand there was a complaint. That for $8, you weren't satisfied with the volume. <laughs> the tins are too low in the barbecue. Is that right? For your six ribs, you want to slather that on like some sort of a Vesuvius style. <laughs> I just think that if you're... G- you paid $8. Good day, ma'am. Good day. <laughs> Take your coupon and walk out. Tell you what, I got your bill. I have $10 in my pocket, and that's a better tip than you were going to leave. So for 10 bucks, I just bought two people dinner and got this off my desk. Good day, man. I want to talk. Good day. You did. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, he did that one several times. <laughs> I want to talk to somebody. You are talking to somebody. <laughs> Please. Oh, coupon people. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. Can you beat it?